welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host Gordon Doan and today we're going to be talking about anxiety. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So we're slowly getting back into the rhythm of things again. Um, So uh, my foot is fully healed now, which is great news. So I had to completely stop um, all kind of forms of exercises for a number of weeks uh, to get over the final hurdle. Um, I got back into the pool for a couple of times this week, which was great. Um, Got out for some um, hill walking, mountain walking over the last few weeks did another walk this weekend up the Sugarloaf Mountain near Abergavenny uh, which was great Um, so it was really nice Uh, no pain at all in my foot since it was broken so uh, this week we're going to weave back in a few uh, run probably just start off with one run this week uh, just to ease myself back into it Um, desperately trying not to overdo it so we re-injure it Um, so so fingers crossed we'll be able to keep uh, keep on top of it and uh, avoid any further injuries and get back into that training routine so nice to have started back Uh, like I say I'm easing back into it only did a couple of swim sessions last week and get back up to my usual three this week and do them for the full length uh, length of time that I would normally do them instead of the shortened versions Um, so super excited about getting back on um, and with my training programs uh, for some of my longer runs that I've got coming up I've got a half marathon coming up at the end of October I'm so excited about that um, I won't get probably to the full half marathon distance prior to the race uh, but we should be able to knock that out uh, shouldn't be too much of an issue as long as I get a few 5k's in before the race we should be good to go so super excited about that um, the weather's changing we're starting to feel the end of the year coming in I think the days are getting shorter um, you know it's always sad as the days get shorter I think I'm always disappointed I, I enjoy the long days I enjoy being able to get out in the light later on in the evenings uh, to do my running and to do walking uh, with the dog um, so, so that's been good so uh, starting to uh, feel those days uh, become shorter and feel the pressure of getting out a bit earlier if I want to be in the, in the daylight so uh, which is always nice to be out the sunshine isn't it so uh, or at least they like get some uh, vitamin d from the sun uh, when we're out and about so we're starting to feel different the weather's still good here where i am so the temperature's still lovely um we're still get we're getting some rain now thrown in as well um but it's not too bad so um, i think we're gonna um start start getting towards those winter winter weathers though um so let's get into today's topic. I want to talk about a little bit about anxiety. And um, as per usual, when I'm, I'm kind of looking into something, the, the first place I try to start is a dictionary to try and get a definition of what it is, because sometimes we kind of have this um, assumption on minds of what something is, and it's not quite right. Um so I've got the, uh, what have I got here in front of me? The Oxford uh, Dictionary of English. Um, so the definition they use, there's a couple of definitions in here that I'll read out um, for anxiety. So they've got um, anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease about something with an uncertain outcome. Uh, the second one they've got in here is a nervous disorder marked by excessive uneasiness and apprehension, typically with compulsive behavior or panic attacks. Or they've got um, the third one, which is a strong desire or concern to do something or for something to happen. So I, d- I didn't find these, for, for which makes a change, I didn't find these particularly helpful. Usually I find the um, the root cause, the dictionary definition of a word really helps me get to the bottom of what it is and how we can go about tackling that thing then. Um, whereas I didn't really find this uh, too, uh, too, uh, too revealing. Uh, more the, the first one, a feeling of worry, nervousness or unease about something. Um, you know, this, it's a list of... 
it's a list of symptoms rather than a definition of of what anxiety is you know that i think that's more describes how you feel um like i say a list of symptoms and um, then the other one uh, a nervous disorder marked by excessive uneasiness and apprehension again they're, they're symptoms they're not overly um helpful in trying to tackle what what it is um and the same with the third one so so I did some research online to try and delve a little bit further into um, what anxiety was and how it comes about. And um, I found some um, uh, talks on YouTube by Dr. Um, Jordan Peterson. Um, I recommend his stuff. It's really good, uh, really interesting, um, or most of it is anyway. Um, so so if you're uh, in, into kind of... Uh, he, he focuses a lot on philosophy, so he does a lot on uh, the kind of the philosophy of religion um, and human interactions. Um, it's really interesting stuff if you're into that. Um, so, I, so I picked out a few bits where he talks about um, anxiety uh, and in, in terms of the human condition which which I quite liked so um, he talked about kind of um, you know that you can't you will never ever be able to eliminate anxiety and I think this is the first step that uh, the first mistake that people make sometimes is that they try to remove or they have a goal to remove all anxiety and it's just it's just impossible so um, if we listen to his kind of definition um, or the kind of extracted definition that I got from it um, it'll kind of uh, kick starters and get us started on this conversation so he, he says that human existence is so complex that we will literally never be able to understand it never be able to comprehend it and the, the reason for that is is our minds can only compute so much information at once i'm sure somebody a lot more scientific than myself can actually um give you a a number of uh gigabytes or megabytes whatever it is of data terabytes that our mind can process at any one time um, but there's a limit to that so every, everybody's obviously different but the human mind itself actually has a limit to how much data it can process at any one time now by use utilizing that computer power if you want to call it that um, we will not be able to comprehend the entirety of existence um, because of our minds being finite so so when we look at the human mind being finite and life and existence being infinite you know it kind of there's there's a mismatch there that, that and anxiety creeps in there in that on that boundary so there will always be anxiety because if we suddenly understood everything if we were able to comprehend the whole universe understood how everything worked um you know we would remove suffering and in fact we wouldn't be we probably wouldn't be human we would be more like gods wouldn't we because we wouldn't we wouldn't have any suffering we wouldn't have any joy we'd just be because we'd be understanding absolutely everything so having anxiety is part of being human so um you, we cannot remove anxiety a hundred percent so when we're trying to comprehend things that are infinite or maybe they're not infinite but they're bigger than our finite minds that's where anxiety comes in you know um uh, and there's um i think that's a really good kind of way to think about it so we're thinking about uh, too much we're trying to tackle too many problems that's when you kind of get those feelings of anxiety come up and, and that's what you've got to find uh, uh, you've got to fight so that's a really good starting place, I think, for um, the conversation around anxiety. So, first of all, 
what are the things that we're contemplating at the moment that are is anxiety of our own making so it's not anxiety from the world around us from the environment that we're in it's the anxiety that we're creating for ourselves and how do we identify that because it's things that causes those feelings of stress if we go back to that dictionary definition um, the, those feelings of worry those feelings of nervousness or, or an ease about something with an uncertain outcome now the important thing like i said that's just a list of symptoms but the important thing i think about that definition is something with an uncertain outcome now why has it got an uncertain outcome is it because something we're doing it or is it the world around us so if it's something we're doing we can do something about it and we can reduce our levels of anxiety our levels of worry our levels of panic our nervousness etc so let me give you an example I used to have a client who always used to complain about being late for work, right? He, and, you know, every time we kind of spoke, he was like, oh, it's, it's just so tough getting back in time for um, our sessions, um, you know, uh, because of the traffic. You know, this is the perfect time for me. I finished work, but it takes so long to get back. And it was exactly the same on his journey to wherever it was he was working. Um, you know, the traffic was uh, massively slowing him down. And after a few few sessions, I kind of recognized this pattern of, of complaining about the traffic. Uh, and, you know, this person was dealing with uh, other stresses and uh, other worries as well that were a lot bigger than this. But it was always the thing that we kind of started the session with. It was almost like it was a joint joke that we, we would uh, talk about the traffic. And I think a lot of people fall into this habit. So what the question I asked him was, well, do you really think it's the traffic making you late? Yes or no? And he was like, well, of course it's the traffic making me late. If it wasn't for the traffic, I'd be home on time or I'd be at work on time, depending on which way I'm traveling. And I'm like, no, I can, I can understand that way of thinking. You're absolutely right. If the traffic wasn't there, you, you, you know, we wouldn't have anything to worry about, would we? But is the traffic roughly the same every day? Oh, yes, it's a nightmare every day. Okay, so it's something that's kind of predictable there. So is it the traffic that's causing you to be late or is it your own habits causing you to be late? Are you leaving early enough? Are you giving yourself enough time to get to work? So if you know there's going to be traffic, if you know there's likelihood of delays on your route into work, can you change your route up? Can you give yourself a bit more time? Can you set off a bit earlier? Can you leave work a bit earlier to come home earlier if you need to be home for sessions or, or clubs or whatever else you're doing other activities that are time-bounded? What can you do to reduce your own? Because that's not, although the traffic situation is an unknown, right? So you can't know what the traffic is like before you leave home. I mean, you can check Google Maps and things like that, but that's only so accurate, right? So you're never going to know the exact state of the traffic before you, you get out onto the road. So, so it is an unknown, but it's a predictable unknown. So we know that if we leave between certain times, there's going to be roughly this amount of traffic. Some days it may be more, some days it may be less. So if the traffic is going to add roughly 10 minutes to your journey every day, and you know you've got a meeting to start at a certain time, why don't you leave five minutes earlier, 10 minutes earlier to give you that buffer space? If you start building in those buffer spaces, you're going to reduce your worry. You're going to reduce your anxiety. You're going to reduce your nervousness of getting to that meeting on time. So instead of sitting in that traffic stewing about what, about you being late, about what, how you're going to have to change your day, about the impact this is now having on your day, about how it looks you being late to a meeting, about how other people are going to perceive you because you, you can't get in on time because, because of the traffic. So you can reduce your levels of anxiety or nervousness 
with some contemplation and some a change of your habits and, and evaluating how you react and how you set up your day. Um, so hopefully that makes sense. I think that's a, a really good example of a way that we can reduce the worry, reduce the anxiety, um, even though we're still dealing with some unknowns, right? So we're talking about reducing it. We're never going to eliminate it because, yes, there's always going to be the chance of a freak accident on your route to work. So you're going to be delayed massively or a road closure or road works or whatever it is. There's always going to be that off chance that something's happened. But if you can change your habits so that actually nine times out of ten, you're on the right side of it. So you've got your buffers built in and then the one time in ten you've got an issue, you know, that you can't control, you're going to be a lot less stressed, you're going to be a lot calmer, you're going to be a lot more prepared for whatever it is you've got to face that day. Um, and, and, you know, I know we're talking about a specific example here of traffic, for example, but this applies to absolutely everything. Is there anything you can do to take ownership and reduce your own anxiety? Because the, the world throws enough problems at us, right? We don't need to be creating our own stresses through our own bad habits. So if we can reduce our own stress wherever we possibly can and, and get into these good habits that get us into the right place nine times out of ten, probably more frequently than that, then we're going to be in a really good place and we're going to be able to manage those real stresses that come at us um, um, when whenever they do come at us. Because, like I say, life is a roller coaster, right? There's going to be stresses. There's going to be things thrown at us out of left field. There's going to be things that, are surprise, that surprise us. There's going to be no way that we can predict everything. But if we're in a good place day to day, if we're in a good place, if we've got good habits and we've reduced our own anxiety, then we can deal with those things as they come up. If, you know, look at it the other way around, if we don't resolve some of those things that we can resolve, if we continue with some of our bad habits, like leaving the house later, uh, which then knocks on your meetings for the rest of the day, which makes you feel rubbish, which means you miss your lunch, which then means you have to have a shorter exercise period at the end of the day, which means that you spend less time with your family uh, because you're trying to fix, uh, fix things or catch up on what you've missed, um, you know. If, if we're in a situation where we've got multiple stresses like that, when something big comes out of the blue at us, we're not going to be able to resolve it. We're not going to have the robustness that we would normally have or that we could have. We're not going to have the kind of mind space to deal with the new thing because we're, we're dealing with half a dozen or more of the other little things that we could have fixed. So our attention gets drawn to the new thing and then all those other things kind of get even worse again. So if we can set ourselves up with a great baseline to start with, it's going to get us into a position where we can live that life that we love and absolutely stay in that space where um, we are being able to manage with what's being thrown at us. Um, you know, we've all got those friends. Uh, we've probably got... I think everybody's got friends at both ends of the spectrum, right? We've got those friends that are absolutely panicking about everything all the time, that they're late to everything. They're um, always stressed about something, worried about something. They kind of just live life on the back foot, trying to kind of in reaction mode, just trying to fix things all the time because they can't get in front of anything. And then we've got those other friends that, seem to be on top of everything they've got everything on lock they're not really worried about anything because they've built those daily habits and they've built the structure they need to be able to cope and manage that stress and that anxiety when it does appear so if we have that mindset 
that we want to remove all anxiety from our lives, we're going to be sorely mistaken. You know, we're going to be sorely upset because we cannot do that. We cannot achieve that. All we can do is reduce our levels of anxiety as best we can. We're always going to have those things that surprise us that cause us stress and worry. But like I say, if we can manage the the things that are within our control, if we can take ownership, if you you know a, a, a book that I thoroughly recommend on is Extreme Ownership by uh, Jocko Jocko Willink, uh, a former Navy Navy SEAL. It's a it's a phenomenal book, and it's, it talks about taking ownership of what what we can take ownership of, and stop trying to take ownership of things that are outside our control. So stop trying to take ownership of the traffic conditions. There's nothing you can do about the traffic conditions. There's no point worrying about the traffic conditions. You can't impact or change the traffic conditions in any way, shape, or form. So why are you worrying about it? What you can do is man- uh, manage and take ownership of your reaction to that traffic. So. If you if you move to a new area and you're learning the traffic patterns, you can go to work at slightly different times to figure out the best times to travel with the le- least traffic. That's what we can do. And then we can make sure we set off with enough time to get to where we need to go on time. Right. So we can take ownership of our reaction and our response to that. But we can't control the traffic itself. So why why worry about it? Why stress about it? Why try to? Um, take take ownership of something that we ha- can have absolutely no influence over. Stop worrying about that. Worry about your reaction, your response to it. Manage that. Build those good habits in. Yes, we're not going to get that right all the time. But by creating that foundation, by working daily on those habits, um, whatever they may be. Again, we're just t- give, talking about a specific example of traffic. Um, we're not talking, uh, we, but this refers to absolutely everything else, you know, in life that wherever stress and anxiety is caused, you know, stop worrying or trying to influence or control and the things that we can't impact, the things that we have no ownership of. Take ownership of our response to it. Take ownership of our day-to-day habits. These are all things we can build on. These are all things that we can improve. And even when we find something that works, uh, we can always improve on it. Um, apologies for the barking dog in the background. Snow is uh, downstairs barking at something. Who knows what it is? She enjoys a good bark. Um Hopefully it's yourself down in a second. But if we if we can take ownership of our own reactions to things, suddenly we feel a lot more in control. We're a lot less worried about things. We're we've got a lot less nervousness, and we're not kind of we feel more in control. We're not letting our lives be controlled by other people or other events. We're now taking control and ownership of our own events which is really, really helpful and and it's good for us in the long run and it's good, you know, and sometimes that can be scary, right? Starting to take control of things again. If we've let uh, a lot of things slide, if we've let a lot if we've let a lot of things out of our control, it can be hard and it can be scary to take those things back. But we need to take those things back. Uh, sometimes we need a good hard talking to either from ourselves. We need to sit down and look at ourselves in the mirror and say, come on, we need to take ownership of this. This is our situation. This is, you know, this is within my power to change. It's not within any of the other powers. It's nobody else's fault that I'm in this situation. I need to take control of it uh, and let's manage it going forward. And if you, if you come to it with that mindset 
um, we're going to be a lot more successful. We're going to get to that life we love a lot quicker uh, and it's going to revolutionize um, our days and our ability to be successful and get to that next level. And we can continue getting to those next levels. There's no limit to where we can get in life. I think, you know, a lot of people put restrictions on themselves. Um, there's a lot of people out there that want to put restrictions on other people. Uh, but you know, I think we need to be really cautious of not putting restrictions on ourselves uh, because, again, that can cause ourselves anxiety if we keep saying, oh, we can't do this, we can't do this. Like the chap, if he's saying, I can't get to work on time because of traffic, I can't get... He's he's kind of surrendering control of his day to the traffic and allowing that to dictate how the rest of his day goes. So if you reverse that and take ownership and then you set yourself up because right that was the first thing that was happening every day he was being late to the office um he was being late in so it was it was affecting the rest of his day he was bringing that negative mood with him then through his meetings and his staff were reacting to him and he, the people he was work with working with were feeling that negative vibe uh, because because he had that stress that other people can perceive so he was not only affecting his own life he was affecting other people's with this uh, misery may be a bit of a strong word but with this misery with this with this negativity uh, without realizing it so if we take ownership of the things around us and the situations we find ourselves within and certainly our own reactions and our own daily habits then we can be in a much better place and we can make ourselves more resilient in the process. So when those massive stresses do come in, and they will come in, we cannot stop it. You know, there are things in life that we cannot, you know, that we cannot predict, that we cannot know for sure. You know, we might have a family member that gets ill or, or, or God forbid, dies, passes away. Um, you know, we might have, uh, you know, something like COVID come up where our, our daily habits change significantly overnight because of one thing that's outside of our control. But if we've got everything else under control, um, we're kind of in control of our daily habits, then we can set ourselves up for the new challenge and, and we can be resilient with dealing with that. So it's super, super important that we kind of master reducing our own anxiety and uh, reducing our stress levels wherever we can. Um, and I think that once we do that, we're setting ourselves up for uh, future success and to get to that life that we love. So um, that's all I wanted to really talk about today. I hope Hopefully that's been helpful. Hopefully it's given some people, given you some tips around how to think about anxiety, about that. You know, it's about to reduce our anxiety. We need to reduce our level of the unknown. So it's that unknown that, um, that causes us the stress and the anxiety. And by reducing that level of unknown, we can massively increase our happiness and I think that's super important and I think that's what we're all about here at the Life Living It Living It podcast it's about being successful it's about increasing our happiness um, and I think if we can do that on a day-to-day -day basis then we're going to be in a super great place um, so let's reduce those levels of unknowns in our life so wherever that is so I've given you one example there of travel you know maybe you're worried every month because um, you're dependent on one client in your business maybe you're um, kind of you get super nervous at the end of every month is the client going to come back is the client going to put in his order well instead of worrying about that and, and kind of putting all your energy and stress into being worried nervous anxious about that one client let's 
change it up a little bit when we've got some free time. Let's go and look for some new clients and build our client base so we can reduce that stress, so we can reduce the unknown because if we're introducing more clients, we're going to have a more stable financial basis, right? So we're going to reduce that level of worry and stress. So instead of focusing on keeping that one client happy or or worried about whether he's going to come back or not, let's get some other clients to reduce that unknown, right? So instead of worrying about that we've got that on lock you know what's another example let's take uh, uh running for example you know uh, maybe you're anxious uh, so I, I mentioned early on i've got a half marathon coming up maybe you know i might have been anxious about doing a half marathon if it was my first half marathon I, in fact i certainly was nervous the first time i did a half marathon um but you can reduce that nervousness, that anxiety by putting the training in. You know that you've got to do a certain amount of training miles or time, um, depending on your training plan, whether you're doing distance training or, or time training. So you know that you've got to put in the training. So if you want to reduce your level of stress, reduce the level of the unknown about whether you're going to be successful in completing the, the, the race, then let's put the effort into doing the, the correct training, the correct nutrition, etc. All those things are going to reduce the the unknown, the, the chances of failure. So if we can do that across everything, so there's a number of um, examples there. Look at where we're causing our own stress and our own anxiety in our life, right? Let's reduce where we're causing our own stress. Let's focus on that first of all, and then we can focus on where other people are causing stress, because without a doubt, there are people who cause us stress on a day-to-day basis, right? So whether that's um, friends who are time sinks because they've always got problems that they need to talk to you about, or it's your fault that they're always getting something wrong, we can deal with those afterwards. But let's get our own house in order first, um, reduce where we're making making or causing our own stress and anxiety and then we can work on let's reduce the stress and the anxiety that other people are causing us and once we've done that we're in a super great place to start dealing with those big stressors when they come in so like i said hopefully that's helped hopefully that's given you something to think about hopefully it's given you an activity for this weekend um if you've got some free time to think about where we're causing our own stress in our lives um and and we can put some action plans in place to fix those stresses a lot of times it's about putting the right habits in day to day to fix that Um, maybe it's one act one-off activity um, that's causing you some stress or anxiety maybe there's a there's a shelf in your house uh, that's been broken for a while and the unknown there is whether it's going to collapse the next time you put a glass up on the shelf or not and that's causing you some worry maybe it's one activity we just need to go and fix that shelf and get that sorted so we can reduce that stress right so let's go and do those one-off activities where they're one-off activities if it's creating good habits and routines let's start setting them up let's not try and tackle them all at one go though we're going to cause ourselves even more anxiety and stress if we try and do a big bang approach pick one or two things to start with and once we've got those nailed once we've got those working once we've reduced our stress in those areas let's start looking at some other areas i think a good place to start is with some real small things that we can change um, and we can be successful with that create momentum once we've created that momentum we can move on then to change some of the bigger things um so 
let's uh, do that this weekend if we can um, and, and have a think about what we need to put in place whether it's those one-off activities or whether it's a regular habit let's schedule those in maybe pick one of each I think that would be a good way of um, developing this uh, and getting ourselves into a, a robust place um, emotionally to be able to deal with these bigger stresses that come in um, so let's pick one each maybe one one-off thing and one habit thing um, and implement those and then um, let that settle in for a little while once we've got the hang of those we've got those routines um, sound and we've delivered on the final product of whatever it is we've put we've gone and fixed that shelf or we've replaced the shelf with a new one whatever it is um, once we've done that we can start looking at other things so um, let's do that this weekend and, and hopefully we can all help um, ourselves get into a better more robust um, state so that we can live that life that we love if you've got any hints and tips on um, how to do this, drop us an email or drop us a Facebook message as per usual. Things that have affected you or things that have worked well for you in reducing your own anxiety. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of mechanisms for um, reducing anxiety. You can Google those, um, you, you know, um, uh, for general anxiety. Um, and I think those are really good. Those are really valuable things like meditation. I talk about that a lot on the podcast. I do that. That reduces my stress levels because it gives me that time to think. So there's a whole host of other things, you know, building things into your day that you enjoy. So for example, whether that's reading or, or you know, for me, I, I play the piano throughout the day, um, five minutes here and there. If I'm finding myself stressed, I'll just turn around, have a go on the piano uh, and then get back into it again after about two or three minutes just to give myself that space that I need to have that that break and then get back into it something 100% again. So there's a whole host of other mechanisms that we'll explore in the future about um, reducing um our anxiety and our stress levels particularly um, but let's try and uh, focus first of all on the things we can do to ourselves um, to set ourselves up and our days up for success and reduce our anxiety hopefully that's helped i'll see you guys next week <laughs>